0: Well, I'll tell you what, it doesn't feel like 12 months, but the time is here. It is the, the 44th Sheffield Steel City Beer Festival uh, at Kelham Island. Hello, it's James here, and uh, I've just arrived. It's relatively quiet at the moment, as you'd probably expect it to be, uh, but um, I know in the next, ooh, probably half hour or so it's going to be the official opening the pouring of the uh, the pulling of the first pint uh, and I'm going to go off and find some people now I know that uh, Laura's going to be here tonight Sean is going to be here at some point as well tonight Uh, will I be able to actually get the two of them together with me at the same time while sober to try and make some kind of sense record some kind of audio that you can actually understand or maybe we'll just get together and all just dribble or something like that that'll probably um, that'll probably do the trick Um, right so before it gets busy I'm going to go and make advantage of the fact that it is very quiet at the bar I'm going to go and get my first pint um, and then I'll go off and find some people to chat to and we will tell you the story of the opening night of Sheffield Beer Festival 2018 Hello ladies and gentlemen
1: Welcome to the 44th Steel City Beer and Cider Festival uh, back here at the Kelham Industrial Museum. Fantastic spot. Uh, we've a very interesting selection of drinks for you at the festival and I'd like to thank a few people for that. Uh, first of all, Josh Jepson from Blue Bee Brewery who's put together a really interesting range of cask and keg beers for us. Uh, secondly, Sarah Mills who's put together all the cider and perry for us. Uh, and Chris Bamford of the Rutland Arms, who's done the International Bottle Bar. Thanks, everybody. Uh, and also, while I'm thanking people, I'd like to thank our volunteers. Uh, as you might know, the festival is staffed entirely by volunteers. Nobody gets paid, other than in free beer. Uh, they give up a lot of their own time, putting a lot of effort to make this the festival that it is. So thanks to them. Um, As you may know, we have a charity every year. This year, we've selected Roundabout, who do a lot of fantastic work for vulnerable young people in the city. I'm pleased to say we've got Ben Keegan from Roundabout here, and he's
2: going to tell you a few words about what they do. All right? Thank you. Thank you. I'm not going to speak long. I'm going to uh, let you drink. Um, I just want to say this is one of the nicest jobs that I've ever had, Um, coming here to drink beer, whilst I'm working, it's wonderful, thank you. Um, We're a a local Sheffield charity that works with young homeless people in our city. Uh, We work with over a thousand young people a year and our main aim is to stop young people sleeping rough on our streets. Um, Homelessness is going up all the time, our job becomes harder and harder each year so uh, events like this where we get donations in is so important to us so we can stop uh, young people sleeping rough um we do fundraising a lot we've got another event coming up on 9th of november around the corner at peddler's market where we're doing a sleep out uh so if anyone fancies joining us for that night there is uh ale there and a fire and uh, you get to sleep out all night in peddler's market so come to that but really i just want to say uh thanks to uh, everyone in the team here that's voted for us it means so much for us to have the funding but also to get our name out there more to to small local charity so thank you everyone and enjoy the whole week weekend thank you thanks Ben Uh, I should say there
1: are collection buckets around the festival Uh, you can either put cash in there or any unused beer tokens whatever they are (laughs) so thanks once again thanks for coming I hope you all have a great festival We'll be back at 10 o'clock to announce the champion beer of Sheffield, which is being judged down here at the moment. Thanks, everybody. Bye.
3: So, hi, James. I'm Tracy Jackson. I'm the deputy CEO of Roundabout, and we're Sheffield's youth homelessness charity. So we work with young people across the city, 16 to 25, who are either at risk of homelessness or who are homeless and then we also do preventative work so we work in schools and with families with from 13 year olds where maybe that relationship with family is a bit fractured and our ultimate aim is where it's safe to do so they, they remain in the family home.
0: Now this is probably a very obvious question to ask someone at, at an event like this but Why are you at the beer festival?
3: Exactly. There's not a synergy with youth homelessness. Um, Basically, we were very fortunate to be chosen of their charity of the year. Um, They had a vote with local charities, and it was quite unanimous, I'm told, that we were the chosen charity. So our CEO, Ben Keegan, he's going to be pulling the first pint. So for us, this is really special. I mean, not only is it a great event, but there are people that will come to the event that might not know that there is an issue in Sheffield around youth homelessness and there is a huge issue so for us that's yeah that's the reason we're here we're the chosen charity and it's yes you know there's donation buckets but it's more about raising awareness for us and reaching reaching out to people you know they might have problems with their families or they might have a neighbor or a friend who's in need of our services so yeah it's a great opportunity
0: of course kind of the, the the beer scene and pubs generally might be seeing us um, I wouldn't quite say selfish, but, you know, it's kind of people go to the pub, that have a few beers to go home. It's not kind of famed for getting involved with uh, good causes. So, Absolutely. you know, great for, for you guys to be able to benefit from an event like this with lots of people enjoying themselves as well.
3: Yeah. And at first, you know, years ago, we, we didn't have to do fundraising and bids for charity. We got a lot of our income through sort of central government. And now we have a fundraising team and we do have to look at creative ways of getting income and getting our reputation out there. And we did think long and hard, you know, some of our young people do have drug and alcohol addictions and is it right, you know, that we, we've had a roundabout beer, we've recently had a Bankers and Cash beer from an event, I think that's downstairs. But actually, what we try and teach our young people in in their journey to independence is they just want to do everything that we want to do when, when their issues are sorted and going out to the pub and socialising if it's done reasonably sensibly you know i'm not saying we all do that but it's a part of life you know so why not have that synergy between us you know as long as we're making sure you know we would we would never invite a young person to something like this who had had an alcohol problem but it's it's about saying to young people look once your issues are sorted and you've got your own place and you're either at uni or working this is what people do we go out and we have a drink and we socialize
0: I love that. It's kind of promoting normality. I think that's such a healthy um, thing to be to be doing.
3: Yeah, and for a lot of our young people, they've not had normality. They've either been sleeping rough, or they've been in care. They've been in foster care. They've been removed from the family home. They've been sofa surfing, and you know, for the first at least six months with us, is just trying to get them back into a routine. You know, eating well going to bed at a decent time washing your clothes but then ultimately they're going to go on and be adults you know like the rest of us i mean we've just had a young woman now who came to us really you know really complex and she's just started law at bristol university you know and i'm sure partaking a few beers or the odd glass of wine is going to be part of that that journey for us so yeah yeah I suppose, if
0: there's anyone that's listening to this that wants to find out more about the charity how would they go about doing that
3: so we have a website so if you go on um, Sheffield Homelessness Roundabout then we come up immediately uh, we're on Twitter Instagram Facebook Facebook or our head office if anyone wants to give us a ring uh if you ring head office on sheffield 253 6785 um we have lots of fundraising events we've got a sleep out that we do at where they do peddlers on burton road that's in november that's a really great event so yeah give us a call or get in touch that's great
0: And my final question will you be indulging in any beers over the weekend
3: I believe so. I'm, I'm a wine drinker, so um, when, when we were first asked to come to this, most of my colleagues were jumping up and down, and my first question was, is there any wine? But I'm blown away that there's a wine that tastes like Prosecco, there's a, wine, uh, sorry, a beer that tastes like Prosecco, a beer that tastes like Sauvignon Blanc. So, yes, I have my tokens, and I will be supporting the event.
0: Brilliant. Thank you for your time.
3: Thanks, James.
4: Hi, I'm Dave Pickleskill from Sheffield and District Camera.
0: Um, Now Dave, we're at Sheffield Beer Festival, there's a lot of people here from Sheffield Camera, it's ever so slightly different for you, just tell us why.
4: Well we had a book published last week, Um, about a year ago we brought out the uh, Sheffield Pub Heritage Book as a free download, Um, the number of downloads greatly exceeded our expectations, we thought we'd get a thousand no problem, ten thousand would be nice and if you believe web stats we've just passed 87,000. Um, And because of that, we thought, well, you know, there's got to be a hard copy. So the second edition um, came out very recently. The update, uh, the free download has been updated. It is now the second edition. So if you've already updated it, I'm sorry you've got last year's copy. Um, The new copy is now available. And I, I will say straight away, thanks to all the people who looked at the first edition, sent us an email and said this is really great but on page 22 there's a typo so effectively the book has been crowd-proof read which is brilliant what we've also done is um, a very limited edition uh, print run of a thousand copies Um, they came back from the printers last week Um, going like hotcakes is a phrase people use but that is actually true I've just signed um, two copies for visitors from Scotland who've come down for the beer festival which is great so Thousand copies available. Well, it's a lot less than that now. Um, but if you do want a copy, they are available in various places around Sheffield. Um, we'll be doing some book signings in a couple of weeks' time at the White Lion, the Rutland, and the Rising Sun. So I will also say grateful thanks to the White Lion, the Rutland, and Abbeydale Brewery for sponsoring the book, um, which means that we've actually been able to. Um, Produce it at a relatively low cost—only five ninety-nine. Come on, you can afford it.
0: Just give us a bit of a flavour then for, um, for 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 kind of the book, really, what it what it's about, what it covers, where it starts, where it ends.
4: What we did—we started with the work that um, the National Camera Pub Heritage Group have done for the last thirty years on documenting pubs with effectively, or as most as possible, best as possible, unspoilt interiors. Um, pubs like the grapes, or the white line in Sheffield, or the bath. Um, we started from the national listings, uh, the national inventory pubs, the ones that are really unspoiled, the regional inventory and the, some regional interest, the pubs that are on the national heritage listings. And then we looked around for pubs that, in Sheffield that don't quite make that standard or that level, but have got some nice bits in. Um, things like the Queen's Ground on uh, Lancet Road, for example, which has got a really nice vestibule, and to find out what a vestibule is, you'll have to read the book. A really nice vestibule and some really nice na- and some really good glasswork, some Ward's glasswork. And we started including those. And you start looking in Sheffield and it becomes a, a veritable treasure trove. Um, I don't know how many pubs are listed. It's, it's ridiculous and it's about 60 or so. But all the pubs that are on the National Inventory, plus a lot more, plus a few bits and pieces of pubs that have are long closed. But there are interesting things, interesting tile work remaining. Um, the Gowery in Burringreve, Greyhound in Attercliffe, um, the Norfolk Arms again in Grieve, And we've also found some I mean, aspects of pubs which people really didn't know existed, hasn't been logged. Um, one fine example, in, in Stocksbridge, as pub called The Friendship, which for years was the, uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but it was the place where you'd go if you wanted to get something. Um, but it's, it's changed over the last 10 years it's now you know, quite a nice pub owned by locals they've done a bit of um, regeneration a bit of refurbishment but in the second room on the left as you go in go to the um, fireplace and look above the, above the fire there is a painted wall tile of Venice painted wall tile of Venice in a pub in Stocksbridge what is going on here? Oh, we checked back on it this was put in in 1903 when the pub was refurbished and actually moved on and you can trace the name of the, the guy who painted it who was a relatively famous Victorian tile painter but there's bits like that all over Sheffield I and mean, there's bits like that all over the country um, little hidden gems that you just don't notice or you don't see or you don't know about what we try to do in the book is highlight that sort of thing
0: um, you mentioned about um, 87 uh, thousand downloads of the original um, ebook, possibly even more than, than, than that, which is incredible. Um, when you kind of started out this project, what were the kind of hopes and how do you feel now looking back at how it's gone?
4: The, the hope. Um, I mean this, this project's been going for four or five years because that's what always happens. You start with the, the work that's been done by other people in the Yorkshire um, Pub Heritage Book. You start with that text. You can expand on it a little bit. You can go to the archives. You look at maps. You look at plans. You get ideas. You get suggestions. We had articles in Beer Matters saying, we're, we're trying to do this. In fact, the Star picked up on this, uh, Sheffield Star, about four years ago. And there's an article with myself and a, a colleague, Andy Cullen, um, sitting in the, the snug in the Dog and Partridge saying, we're going to do this. And four years later, we've now got the hard copy, which is brilliant. Um, we, we originally went for do something as a free download we went for get it in the same style as the national pub heritage regional books and andy shaw who did the design is actually downstairs at the moment if you want to talk to him later but he has done a brilliant job on the design we made it available as a download um, we thought a thousand downloads should be no problem ten thousand would be nice and it's now just got silly um, as I say, 87,000 downloads when I last looked, according to the data, and all I can say is I just read the data, but could be wrong, could be right but, you
0: know. The data never lies, it never lies.
4: No, data never lies, obviously um, but
0: yeah, um, I mean, final thing for me really is just, if there's anyone listening that thinks I want in on this, um, where, where do they kind of find more, how do they get hold of a copy?
4: Um, the copies are fully available, are available at Sheffield Beer Festival now, as I speak, they'll be available obviously to close on saturday we'll be doing a stock check tomorrow just to make sure we've got enough copies to run into saturday and sunday um, they will be available from camera books nationwide from hopefully next week they're receiving their copies on monday um, there's a few outlets in sheffield have already got them the fat Cat, top hideouts beer central um the rutland um and week after next as i say we'll be doing some book signings at the Rising Sun, the Rutland, and the White Line.
0: Brilliant. The very best of luck with, uh, with the project going forward. It's a fantastic thing, and um, thank you very much for your time. Not a problem, thank you.
5: Uh, hi, I'm Matt, and I'm from Gluten-Free Pint, which is a Twitter and Instagram account dedicated to gluten-free beers in and around Sheffield.
0: Matt, I would imagined probably even just three, four, five years ago, going to a beer festival would have been pretty horrendous for 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 you because the amount of gluten-free beers was was so uh limited what's it like now just just talk me through kind of how your evening's going at sheffield beer festival you bearing in mind your kind of requirements i guess
5: yeah i guess a few years ago i probably would have even dreamed of going to a beer festival because there was nothing out there really for us Um, More more recently, I went to York Beer Festival um, about a month ago. I think they had 23 different gluten-free beers I could drink, so you can imagine even drinking thirds. I didn't quite get through them all. (laughs) Um, Tonight, here in Sheffield, there's 16 different gluten-free beers on offer. Um, And, yeah, I'm just slowly drinking thirds and halves, and hopefully by the end of the evening the list will be ticked. But it's, you know... hard work, but keep going.
0: <laughs> but there's people now listening thinking, oh, I, I don't like those gluten-free beers, I like a bit of gluten. Um, you know, it's really not any different, is it? What what do you kind of... You must get that quite a lot from
5: people when they kind of say like, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, personally, I've never really drank real beer, uh, as in craft beer, beer on cask, whatever, uh, decent keg beer while being gluten-free. Uh, sorry, before I was gluten-free, it used to be... Like Carlin and Carlsberg, which I really regret those decisions in my life. Uh, but now, like there's beer from Arbour, Magic Rock, Shiny, uh, Northern Monk, uh, Thornbridge, and I mean that they're all renowned brewers, and the beer they produce, it gluten free is as good as because these brewers wouldn't sell it if it wasn't up to a standard. But people do still sometimes turn their nose up at the gluten free front, but. I think people are slowly realising that gluten-free beer, especially by decent brewers, is as good as. It makes no real difference to
0: the taste, I don't think. I think Phantasma by Magic Rock is a shining example of a beer. That's one of the best beers in their range. It really doesn't make any difference, the fact that it's uh, gluten-free. It just tastes like a damn good beer. Um, just talk to me a little bit about kind of the state of the Sheffield beer scene as a, as a whole in terms of gluten-free beers.
5: Yeah, so it was about two years ago, real. Well, just over two year ago, I started drinking in Sheffield. Um, moved here for work and, you know, started drinking in the pubs. Um, it didn't used to be that great. We could maybe get a bottle or a can in every pub. Well, not every pub, but every other pub, you'd maybe get a bottle or a can and then it'd be a cider in the other one. But now I, I'm surprised when I walk in a pub and then not got something on cask or keg that I can drink. And I, I sometimes now have turn my nose up at places that only have a can or cas- uh, can or um, bottle offering when before that had, had been my dream. But you know what can you do? Times times move on. Sheffield clearly is the best city for gluten free beer, and everyone in the gluten free world knows that. So we'll carry on supporting Sheffield, I think. And
0: if there's anyone listening that kind of falls into the category of being gluten free and maybe isn't all that clued up on uh, what beers there are and whereabouts to are selling them, um, what, what should they do? How do they kind of find out what's
5: what's going on and the the work that you're doing? Uh, the best thing to do really is follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Gluten Free Pint. Uh, I'm also in the progress of building a website that's going to have on there every single gluten free beer in the country and where you can buy it. How you can buy it and what it's like. Um, And then don't forget, there's always a Facebook group on there as well, Beers for Celiacs, which has got about 2,500 members now, spread out throughout the UK. So there are people out there that do want gluten free beer. And I think it's showing in Sheffield just as an example, really. Uh, Well, Matt, thank you very much.
0: And enjoy working your way through the rest of the gluten free list tonight. Thanks very much. Hope you enjoy the rest of the night too, James. So, the opening night of Sheffield Beer Festival, I've, uh, I've been off chatting to some lovely people, um, and I find myself actually stood right next to the entrance, which is quiet now. It's got that time of the night whereby there's no one left to still is this come front in. Front
1: entrance or rear entrance? Yes.
0: What, um, is, 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 there, is there a front and rear entrance? There are, yeah.
1: It's a quality festival. <laughs> Well, you might have gathered that Sean's here, and he's had a beer or two. Uh, no, I haven't, honestly. I've had four halves, honestly, I swear. But I thought I, thought I would spoil the recording by saying that, uh, but I thought you would edit that out and, no, I'll leave it in, and avoid things. right? So we are at the front entrance, yeah, to Tef- get all technical and boring. Uh, Tef- apologies to anyone. Definitely not audience. coming up the rear. <laughs> We're not at all, no. Round the back, there's the, uh, the hot dog place, round the back, yeah. It's not getting any better.
0: <laughs> anyway, true,
6: though.
0: I'm going to swiftly move on to uh, Laura, who's here.
2: Hi, Laura.
7: Good evening, everyone. Yeah, it's uh, we've been here since four o'clock or so. we <laughs> so uh, arrived
2: at half six. Yeah.
7: So Sean, half six. fashionably late, as always. He does like to stick to a trend, as I have Sean. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's been a really good evening. Really, really buzzing. Super busy for opening night of the festival Uh, and have tried some really good beers so it's all good over here
0: and we've got a new friend who's someone I've wanted to get on the Hopcast for a long time Um,
6: so um, uh, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name's John Harrison I'm from the Beer House on Eckersall Road
0: now, the Beer House is, is an absolutely fantastic place. However, it's a terrible place to record uh, podcast in uh, because it's always noisy, which is why we've never done an edition in there. Uh, so we've never had a chance to talk to you before. Uh, but I'm obviously a regular customer of yours. We chat on Twitter all the time. So um, it is very nice for us to be able to actually catch up with you. Um, so um, before we get into talking about the Beer Festival, um, just tell us about how brilliant the Beer House is. Here's your chance. You've got, you've, got, you've got one minute to tell us how fantastic your pub is.
6: One minute's a long time. That's like a game. Well, you know, good beer guy, 2016, 17, 18, 19. You know, I think three years on the bounce tells us what we're uh, what we're good at. Uh, Cask beer is the most important thing for us. Cloudwater have gone back this week, so they're going to do cask beer. The reason is cask beer is the best. I know that you guys are all about (laughs) keg beers, but cask is the best. Served at about 11.2 degrees with a little bit hop and a pale ale, about 4.5%. That's where the future's at. Uh, so you know the beer house is cask beer when we've got then also the keg beers for the mosaic sours I get framboosie for you don't I I get various different sours because these people appreciate it yeah well I don't I really don't I have to I have to to drink them because you won't and then then I end up having to like sours because I've spent six months having to taste sours and now I like sours and I'm really upset about that point mate I'm proud of you yeah well it's kind of like I didn't like mushrooms And I ate them enough and I like them. It's like that. We like sour beer. If you have some at six times, you'll end up liking it. It's not because I want to. It's because I love you. That's the reason why I like sour beer. So I blame you wholly. What's your favourite mushroom, John? Uh, That would be a (laughs) shiitake. I am not eating anything with shit on the menu.
7: (laughs)
0: I'm a close cup fan, actually.
6: Uh, button
7: for button. me, button. yeah. I oh, so you pot- portobello every <laughs> time.
0: Portobello. Uh, it just right. sounds like the middle class option, doesn't it? I it's
1: nice.
6: Thought of four mushrooms so quickly. <laughs> Just flat, flat. flat cool. you can get anyone just flattening out, and it just comes a flat much bigger than the others. The flats, aren't they? <laughs> so, we all enjoyed the Sheffield
0: Mushroom Festival? This, uh, sorry, it's, is it? I think it's beer, isn't it? Oh, yes, it's, beer. it's beer, it's oh, beer yeah, festival. Oh, yeah. Um, Sean, you've had four beers so far. I am allegedly. I honestly <laughs> have. Uh, what's been your favorite? Uh, the one so far that is my
1: favorite is a Neepsend IPA beer. Apacaloochee Apacaloochee something like that yeah uh, on cask absolutely superb yeah
6: I've just been talking to Gav inside and I was just saying to him I think you know neeps saying he's the best brewery in Sheffield now by a long stretch a long stretch yeah it really is um, you know there's lots of competition but really like, the pale ales that they're producing are just every time brilliant
0: let's cross over to the uh, Abbeydale employee uh, Laura now <laughs>
6: I didn't to, know she was having
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> to see what her beer of the evening so far yeah, has been.
7: Yeah. <laughs> um, I've had, I think I've probably tried about six so far. Um, I've really enjoyed, I know it's boring when I picked the Buxton Omnipolo strawberry ice cream beer the other day, but the Thornbridge Strawberry Lutaria is delicious. bit more beery than the Buxton one, still got that kind of nice stouty robustness to it. I um, really enjoyed the Wylam Child in Time IPA as well uh, which is with cryo hops that I typically don't like because I feel a little bit like I've yeah. licked a balloon when I drink them but that one didn't have the ballooniness and uh, yeah, really enjoyed it so, pretty much opposite beers there but both really good
6: Can I say why, I also think again why cask is better The Heathen, when it went to cask from Abidale The Heathen is probably the best selling beer that we have in the beer house on cask on keg, it sold quite well, but on cask, people are absolutely smashing it. So you've taken a good keg beer put it onto cask, and same like what Cloudwater are thinking of doing now, but that, that, that cask of heather is probably the best beer I've had all year. With that mosaic pale ale, 4, 4.2%, just perfect. Well, those keg beers now, it's all right, you know, it's interesting. But more of them bringing back to cask and actually getting those flavours, because people want that cask flavour now. Heathen on cask has just been phenomenal for us.
0: What, what are your big sellers then? Obviously, Heathen's one of them.
6: Oh, but Bristol Beer Factory, Tiny Rebel, and then Abedale Heathen would be in that in that mix. And I would say that if you put Abedale, Abedale into the mix of Tiny Rebel, Bristol Beer Factory you are doing fantastically well because they are top level breweries and Aberdale historically have not had the reputation for being that hoppy beers and actually with that beer they're getting to the level of that top end brewery so I've been fantastic Aberdale and Neepshead for me have been fantastic
8: this year
0: Interesting you mentioned uh, Tybee Rebel there speaking of Tiny Rebels
8: (laughs) I'm not that that tiny I'm really not that tiny (laughs)
5: We've,
0: we've We've been joined by we've been joined by a couple of um a couple of friends Which were actually Some of the first voices That you ever heard On the um, yeah. On the Hopcast
8: The first Hopcast yeah. yeah So
0: Charlie and Al Of uh, Bar Stewards So it's I believe it's ten months Since we recorded the first one Which was terrible actually Feels In longer. um in, in your it was your it was the first week of January. it was your January shutdown when uh, when you didn't open during the week and there were people banging on the windows trying to um, trying to get in.
8: Well, one guy did randomly walk in the bar, didn't he? Yeah, yeah that was. Yeah, that was good. And you were like, "Is this is this one of your panel?" we was
9: like, "We've never seen him before. I don't know what's well, was, going on." He
8: was fine. I don't think he's ever been back, actually. <laughs> Do you know?
9: What? And I thought he had a fluffy mic as well. That's why he got let in. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
8: Anyway.
0: Random um, So first night of Sheffield Beer Festival Tell us what's been your favourite beer of the night And how, how are you enjoying it
8: It's, it's really good um, I, It's like the second or third year we've been um, We judged last year But we, we haven't had time to do it this year unfortunately um, Yeah really good It goes from strength to strength It's, a, it's an amazing sight for a, for a beer festival um, Anyone that's not been here The ones to come next year I highly recommend it It's, an, it's, it's a really interesting sight Without the beer festival in it, but you you stick amazing beer in and it's it's awesome. Um, as far as beers are concerned, I haven't really drunk that much. I've only been here since seven, and because like I'm mega popular, I've been talking to like loads <laughs> of people since I got here. You've been um, in the toilet, right? I have yeah. I've been talking to myself, so I've had three beers. One I had to pour away because it was really bad, so I'm not going to say what that was. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
0: controversial. No,
8: well, I could, but be, it would be mean. And I'm going to their tap house in a, in a couple of weeks, so I'm not going to mess that up for myself. Okay, anyway, I'll just be
0: watching your Facebook then, yes, see yes, where exactly. about you go. Yeah,
8: yeah. And um, so I've had, this, I've had a siren on keg, which is really nice. And, like, just like, amazingly for me, I'm drinking a Thornbridge, which, and I'm not a massive fan of Thornbridge, but it's a Thornbridge cigar city. Jai, Jai which is actually really nice I'm enjoying it but these are my last of my free beers from the sponsorship so I'll have to move on and spend my own money soon so we'll see we'll see where the crack is there Charlie what about you
9: yeah well I ate a lot when I, before I came out I had a lot of bangers and mash so I've been on the sours more than anything else so the, my favourite's been the Chilton lychee sours literally I had that earlier through all the mashed potato and I am essentially made of potato okay. so yeah, it's, it's a good start, and now I can get onto some banging IPAs and sort of finish the night off, and then maybe wander over to a certain bar. Oh, the best bar in Sheffield? Yeah, 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 yeah. Rutland. are we going there? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was thinking Shakespeare. We're not going. Not, yeah. um, so we're, I mean, we're we're in discussions at the moment about coming back oh, to your place to do the um, to do the January oh, edition of the um, of the Hopcast because uh, it'll be a year since we've we've been there. Um, yeah. But I know that I mean, for for a pub that's actually yeah. quite small, you you have um, you have quite a lot of stuff going on because it's not been it, it's you've you've got kind of like different things that have gone on over the course of the last year, and you've got big plans for the months ahead.
8: Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. We we kind of move like, like a, a bit, a bi- well, yeah, right? a bit, a bit like a bit like a, a, a glacier for a while, where we like it doesn't look like we're doing much, but stuff is happening. Um, so yeah, it's getting there. You know, we've got a really cracking new bar manager in in Jay, who many people know from other establishments in Sheffield. We've we'll been lucky enough to get him on board, and he's uh, he's given us new ideas, and we've got a lot of stuff. In, in the works. Um, our is going to expand and hopefully get a lot better in the next couple of months. Um, we're looking at doing more tap takeovers. We are potentially having a very exciting New Year's Eve party planned. Um, but again, these are all things that are in motion that we don't really want to divulge until we know they're happening. Because, you know, you know it's, it's happened in Sheffield before where, you know, events, things have been advertised that have fallen through and You know, we'd rather have it under a hat until we know everything's in place. But yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned them on a podcast then,
0: because you know that'll keep it well under the radar. No, exactly.
8: (laughs) No, you know. But if they don't happen, we can just you know claim it was an elaborate hoax, so it's fine. (laughs) But yeah, stuff happening. But it might not happen. But it probably will.
0: I like that's my way of thinking. I like that. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Guys, are you are you you back over the course of the rest of the beer festival, or is tonight your early night?
9: Potentially, we're coming back Saturday. Um, I think we'll uh, come in and have a little bit of a, a little bit of a session, probably early doors. But apart from that, I think we'll uh, be uh, good husbands and stay home and look after our kids. Well, we and won't.
8: we'll I be mean, down we're we're We'll be down our own bar drinking <laughs> but no, but that, on Saturday. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Thursday and Friday we won't be here. We'll uh, be at no, home, no, no, but, yeah, we'll but Saturday no. will be well. We just well, we did an indie man on Friday, and that was well. Up, you were you were story. there, <laughs> and that that was
9: that was. <laughs> That was ridiculous. I ate all that the was potato to stop me drinking too much, because <laughs> I've got to look after my daughter. All day You're with
8: potato, mate seriously? Let it go, man. <laughs> man. Let it go. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, am I don't go on about bloody potatoes all the time. More man. potato references
9: than I've known in any interview before. Well yeah, done. that's you know, carbs before margs, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <Before marbs>. Brilliant. <laughs> what does that mean i, know, I, <laughs> <You> <laughs> I get another
0: beer <laughs> <laughs> right we're going to get another beer uh, <laughs> Sheffield Beer Festival it's on till Sunday uh, no it's on till Saturday actually last day on Saturday um, it's great fun um, come on down and have a great time